Damn. All right, we're going to try. We're going to try something else this morning. Uh, I am on the beach in Costa Rica. Super secret surf spot. Um, so the last time we talked, I was posted up in Honduras at a, you know, probably a fancy hotel by their standards. And, uh, man, I hope you guys enjoyed that last border crossing show. It, uh, man, things continued to escalate, you know, these, these train of guys that were helping me get through the borders that started in the El Salvador. When I went from Guatemala to El Salvador, a little dude, the first Jorge hooked me up and it was, you know, 30, I gave him 30 bucks. Oh my God, wait till you hear how this escalated. Uh, the paper that I used for, or the, the, the police report that I got was, dude, it was crucial. And at one point, uh, the official in Nicaragua just threw my uh, passport and all my paperwork on the ground and said, I can't come in. And uh, I thought it, I thought it was, the trip was over at that point. But, uh, dude, wild, wild, wild day that was. Um, but before we get into any of that, uh, MC Shop Tees, your t-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. Like a magazine subscription, except for you get a t-shirt every month, dude. We feature different shops from around the country. And, dude, it's just a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. All the t-shirts are one-off, only available through MC Shop Tees. Uh, we've got men's sizes, women's sizes, and kids' sizes. This month's featured shop is B&B Racing, and those t-shirts should be going out today. Yeah, I think today. Um, so you'll be getting those soon. And next month's featured shop is going to be Mad Pin Cycles out of Florida. Brian Helm just went by and took some photos. I'll be posting those soon. Nick is a rad dude, and he builds some killer fucking bikes. And, uh, man, stoked to feature his, him and his shop and what he's capable of. So go sign up, mcshoptees.com, dude. Uh, also go to dangerdanstalkshop.com so you can help support this show. If you'll go to dangerdanstalkshop.com, click on the Patreon support tab, Five bucks a month goes a long ways, dude. A long ways. Especially with gas, the prices it is, and the bribes that I've had to pay to get here to give you this show today. Yeah, dude, wait till you hear about this. Um, yeah, dude, and because you guys are awesome, there's a lot of other awesome people that are involved. And Lowbrow Customs supports me, and they can support you as well. Go to lowbrowcustoms.com. I've got a $100 gift card to give one lucky Patreon subscriber each month. So go fucking sign up. Over the past few years, we've given away a lot of rad shit. I've given away, um, I gave away a motorcycle, dude, a race bike that's still living in Florida and ripping the fucking streets up in Miami. Uh, we gave away about 36 fucking knives made by Nick because Nick is a bad motherfucker and you need a knife on your hips. So check him out at knivesmadebynick.com. And, uh, oh, we gave away a trip to Nepal thanks to Motorcycle Sherpa. And we are going back this November. So check out MotorcycleSherpa.com, Stairway to Heaven. The first trip in November. It's going to be sick. 
and I can't thank Bear and Booty enough. Dude, I'm looking forward to going back, dude. I'm, it's going to be so badass. Um, yeah, so, all right, so I'm in the beach in Costa Rica. I already blew that. You guys know that I made it here, but it was fucking expensive, man. So I guess when I left you, I had to ride through Honduras a little further and get to the Gasali checkpoint in, in Nicaragua. Now, at this point, the guys that helped me through the last checkpoint lost my fucking ID. And, uh, you know, they'd already reached out to their people in at the Nicaraguan border, you know, because they knew I was going to need help, right? Of course. And I fucking got money, you know? So these guys, let's just say it was, I don't even remember their names this time, but... The actual guy they told me to talk to that spoke English, he wasn't there. So he was just translating on the phone the whole time, which he wanted to cut for. He wanted an extra tip, gratuity, on top of what goes on here. So the Nicaraguan border, uh, getting out of Honduras was uh, was easy. Somehow, along the way, it cost me a hundred fucking dollars, though. Like, I wasn't even sure how this happened. But, you know, at this point, my hands are kind of tied. And I'm probably being a little bit too nice, but, you know, once again, I got to go in these fucking buildings and, you know, I probably, that, that was probably my, one of my mistakes, just dealing with these people to begin with. There's probably another way to do this. Traveling with somebody would be so much easier because, anyways, checking out of Honduras was pretty easy. And I paid $100 at that point. Oh, I know what the $100 was. The $100 was to get me a test because I needed a PCR test to get into uh, Nicaragua. So it didn't cost $100 to get out of Honduras, but I paid $100 to the guy in Honduras to go pay some kid on a dirt bike, go get a fucking test. And, you know, I gave him my fucking passport. No, I gave him a copy of my passport. They wanted to take my passport and go get this fucking test done. And I'm like, nah, not happening. I, this thing's not leaving my side today, fellas. Your last motherfuckers lost my driver's license. And they're like, yeah, it's not going to be a problem. It's just going to cost money. You know, they kept saying, this is a business. And I'm like, okay, dude, fucking how much, man? And uh, anyway, so they go get that and uh, we get out of Honduras. And it was pretty easy, right? Uh, we get to Nicaragua and the first thing you got to do is go see this nurse, like right out of the gate. First off, they give you like, somebody looks at your passport, gives you like a little stamp, uh, piece of paper, receipt type deal. And, uh, then you go talk to this nurse and the guy that got my paperwork done, he didn't show up with like a test or nothing. There was no, like, he didn't show up with proof that I had taken a test or had vaccines or nothing. But we go in this booth with this fucking nurse lady, and instead of giving her money, she fucking writes up a, a grocery list for this guy. Literally, that's what happens while I'm, instead of her checking my shit, and there's like guards out front, uh, but she doesn't check my shit. She just gives a nurse a grocery list to the guy that's helping me out. I'm just like... Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So anyway, she gives me the correct stamp that I need to uh, continue on, you know? We go to the next spot. Now I got to get my passport 
stand, which is easy. That's the easy thing is going in there and getting the, well, I guess since the test got cleared, since or the grocery list was shared, that was how I got the passport stamp. But then getting the vehicle import permit is where it got sketchy because I don't have my driver's license. And the guy who has helped me out is like, hey, dude, you don't have your fucking driver's license. This Honduras police report don't mean shit in Nicaragua. He's like, you can just throw it in the fucking trash. And I'm like, we're not throwing it in the fucking trash, dude. This is my driver's license. This police report and this copy of my driver's license, like, that's all I got, you know? Chill the fuck out. Now the dudes are getting like, they see me like starting to like not want to fucking use their help anymore. So they start getting real fucking pushy. And I'm just like holding my ground. Like, nah, motherfucker, like, we're going to use this. And they kept me outside. And this is, you know, I, I, I see now exactly. I saw what was going on at, the point, at that point, but I'd already, I was in too deep, you know? So, <clears throat> anyways, they're like, fucking, it's going to cost you $200 for them to ignore this fucking uh, driver's license thing. Because you have to have a driver's license to get these vehicle import permits. Like, it's got to be registered to somebody with a driver's license for that vehicle to come in the country. Uh, so, and I'm like, dude, so finally, how much money is it going to take? He's like, fucking... $200, man. You need to slide it in this piece of paper and I'll take it inside. I think that motherfucker just like went around the corner and stuck it in his pocket and went in there and did the, had the paperwork done. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Uh, but then, so now the guy that's got to come out and check the VIN number on my bike, he comes outside and he's, he's part of their fucking, he is part of the show, dude. He comes out and he's like, he was like, I want to see in all the bags. Makes me open up all the bags. And, uh, on the top of one of my bags, I've got my fucking drone, dude. So sure enough, dude, he fucking grabs the container with the drone in it, unzips it, looks in it, fucking throws it back in my case, throws my passport and all my paperwork on the fucking ground and says, you can't come into Nicaragua. Now it's just like, holy shit, did this really just fucking happen? And he just walks off. And so these guys that are being pushy are being even more pushy. And now they're like, yeah, yeah, you can't go. You got the fucking drones a problem. But this is a business. You can pay. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, how much, dude? Just fucking tell me how much. He's like another $200. So now we're at $400. And I'm like, well, I gave you fucking $200 here. I gave you $100 on the other side of the line. And now you want another $200 fucking dollars. And I'm like, dude, this is insane right now. So I don't even fucking have that. Like, I literally think I had at that point another 180 bucks to give him. No, it was like, no, it was $120. He's like, no problem. I got an ATM. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Fucking get this situation squared away. So finally, I just bust in. And now I'm at the fucking window. They're not doing this shit without me. And, uh. Dude, they finally get the paperwork done. And I can see now he's using that police report in there to verify my driver's license because it wasn't worthless in Nicaragua. You know, like that guy was just fucking, you know, trying to get police me for as much money as he fucking could, man. Uh, so anyways, I get the paperwork. I get, I get all the shit. I'm legal. Like, all right, now I'm in, I'm in Nicaragua with my motorcycle legally. 
And now these motherfuckers are like, we're going to the fucking ATM. First, you got to come over here and pay insurance. And I'm like, oh my God, insurance? And yeah, it was like $12 or something. I'm, I don't know what, how legit it was, but whatever. Pretty sure, I mean, the lady looked official. I got an official receipt and I kept that motherfucker. Oh, and some gringo actually confirmed that I needed to get insurance. So now these dudes get on their little fucking 250 tornado or whatever it is. And uh, they want to take me to the ATM. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, you guys, can, I can just fucking leave you motherfuckers right now. Okay, right? Well, at the same time, these motherfuckers are talking about how they got friends and they're being nice, but they're not, they're not like saying that we got friends if you fuck us at the other border. They're like, we got friends that can help you get into Costa Rica. And I'm like, you know, so I can like leave these guys high and dry. Obviously, that'd be easy on my fucking Pan America to leave these dudes on a fucking dirt bike. But then at the other side, I mean, you know, they make some fucking phone calls. You're like, hey, dude, a guy on a fucking black bike with flames on it is headed your way. And he fucking stiffed us. You know, and I'm like, shit, and I also got to go back through Nicaragua, right? Like, that's part of the trail is going through Nicaragua to get home. And they got the fucking COVID thing and the, oh, man, the drone thing. Oh, yeah, and at one point, the same guy that threw all my shit on the ground, he walked up with a phone with a message he wanted me to read. And the guy that was supposedly helping me out, uh, he tried to take the phone from him and not let him show it to me and finally the guy got past and I saw what it said and it was like all right we're gonna make an exception with the drone just make sure you hide it when you come back through I'm like no fucking problem so now okay so back to being on my bike debating whether or not to pay these motherfuckers and you know they wanted another 120 bucks plus they wanted tips the guy on the phone he's now wanting a fucking tip and I'm like yeah, you guys can all fuck right off. Uh, but I did. I gave him 120 bucks because, well, I just didn't want any fucking problems moving forward, dude. Uh, I called up my buddy Randall on the way there. And I'm like, hey, Randall, you know, this bribe situation is getting out of control. And I confirmed that I got in. Like, when I talked to him at one point, it was like, before that, I'm like, dude, they just threw all my shit on the ground and said I can't come to Nicaragua and I got to go home. Uh but it worked out. But I asked Randall, I was like, should I pay these guys? Like, I mean, literally, I can easily just leave them. But, you know, having a bike that stands out like a sore fucking thumb uh, is now turning into quite possibly, uh, what do you call it? You know, just that's just kind of a situation. But uh, anyways, I go to the fucking ATM and now they're getting real fucking pushy. I go to a gas station and get some money from the gas station attendant. Um, you know. And I had to get colonies. And I got them a little bit extra just because of the way the math worked out with pulling American money out. You know. So, anyways, I give them all that money. And they now they're really fucking upset because there's no fucking tips involved. There's no extra. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You know, like. And then at that point, it got kind of tense, and I thought that we were just, you know, that somebody was going to fucking throw a punch. And I was going to fucking, well, I was going to be throwing punches right back, dude. I fact, actually, I had my helmet in my hand, 
and I was going to have to take one of them with the helmet for starters. But uh, once they realized that that was all they were getting, they were super cool, you know? They were hoping I'd come back and give them some more motherfucking money. Uh, anyways, I got the fuck out of there. I felt okay with it. I mean, they did help me get in. The COVID thing, it costs a lot. Uh, the drone thing, you know, that costs a lot as well. Could I have got them to do it for cheaper? Probably so. Uh, but I'm not very good at negotiating, honestly. And when my bike's just has to be left outside with people that I'm not making very happy. Um, you know. Dude, do this with somebody. Do this with at least one other person if you decide to cross these fucking borders, man. Uh, you know, or at least know how to speak good Spanish and locate everything at these checkpoints that you need to know about so you're not, like, wandering into the wrong building or, you know... You know, I really don't think those guys would fuck with my shit. If I just would tell them from the get-go, I don't need your fucking help, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Maybe a nice way of saying that uh, in Spanish. Then, they, I, I don't know. Maybe they would. But I don't think they would. Anyhow, now I'm in Nicaragua. And, uh, you know, I'm t trying to make it to my buddies in Costa Rica. And I got, you know, like four hours of riding, four or five in Nicaragua, and then another four or five once I get into Costa Rica. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to try and knock all this shit out today. I got through that first border crossing by like 11 o'clock and fucking took off, dude. There was nothing I needed to see in Nicaragua, right? I'm just like blasting through. And the traffic is building up because everybody is fucking coming to Costa Rica, apparently, for this fucking Easter weekend. And, uh, but I made it. I got to Costa Rica uh, before the sun went down and checked out in Nicaragua. And my buddies who live in Costa Rica said that Costa Rica agents are normally pretty difficult. My experience in Costa Rica was super easy or getting into Costa Rica. Mainly because those dudes' friends didn't show up. And I was able to just do everything myself. The people were so kind in helping me, uh, which is kind of confirms my thought. If, if there was somebody to watch my bike outside or, you know, a way to lock my shit up a little better, I, I think I could get through all these crossings. Even the ones that I didn't have all my shit together for. I could do it without having to pay these motherfuckers to help, you know? And I read all the blogs saying, don't use those motherfuckers, they're scam artists, but I just thought that they were really trying to help. And they were. You know, the first guy in El Salvador, he was trying to help. But as his buddies down the line saw me keep coming and giving out more fucking money, the fucking bribe money grew and they got more pushy and, you know, anyways, it is what it is. So I get into Costa Rica. Dude, and the last bit of fucking Nicaragua was straight fucking bugs by the Nicaraguan lake. I got just fucking covered in bugs. But I got into Costa Rica before the sun went down. And, dude, I don't know if I've told you about how I've been riding this whole trip. Like, even though the bike's in limp mode, I have been fucking the fastest vehicle on the road, passing everybody. 
And, you know, Guatemala kind of set my pace. I mean, besides Mexico, but like as far as like riding in the traffic and <clears throat> passing people in sketchy situations and getting people to move out of the way so my motorcycle and me don't get ran over by a fucking truck. That shit wasn't a problem in Guatemala. The further I've gotten south, the more uh, the more my driving has started to piss people off. You know, like they're not quite as accepting of a fucking bike. You know, especially like a big bike that blows by them and then pushes them back so that you know I don't get ran over, uh, and then possibly stop for gas and then end up passing them the same exact way a little bit further down the road. Uh, so there were some hands, there were some honks, there was some, uh, you know, not real happy people. Uh, but once I got to Costa Rica, man, it was pretty much clear. I don't know if people just weren't trying to go through the border crossing that evening because there was, I mean, the way I had it set up, dude, they had it set up for long lines at the Costa Rica border, but there wasn't hardly anybody there. So it was pretty, pretty fucking easy. Um, but, dude, so I'm fucking hauling ass again. Once I get closer to, like, the first big city, like Tamarindo, where I turned off the main road, uh, traffic was building up. There was fucking cop checkpoints everywhere, dude. And they got fucking cops on BMWs. Anyway, sure enough, I get to one of those. You know, I'd been, and they were all through Nicaragua, and they literally just waved me by every single one of them they'd wave me by and then they'd see my bike and fucking kind of smile and wave at me but they were pulling over fucking trucks i mean every buses and shit i saw one bus get pulled over to be at the checkpoint and like three kids bailed out the back like immediately and started fucking peeing on the side of the road like right out the back door of the bus it was pretty funny um but as i'm going through one of these checkpoints in costa rica now I get waved over and I'm like, okay, you know, let's, let's talk to the cops now. And the guy that waves me over and then when I pull up and see their section, they've got a BMW on one side and the two trucks and a car on the other side. So there's a lot of cops, it's a little checkpoint. <clears throat> he waves me over and I'm like, sweet. Now I get to show off the paperwork. I worked so hard to get by myself at the Costa Rica checkpoint or border. And all he does is ask for my fucking passport. Looks at it, and he's like, all right, you're good. But as he was doing that, another guy walked up, and he's got big biker boots on him. Like, he obviously rides the BMW. And he kind of makes fun of the guy for pulling me over. He was like, you know that this is a fucking Harley Davidson, right? Like, you know, you're fucking dumbass for pulling this dude over. Like, we're not, you know, or at least the vibe I got was like he was giving him a hard time because... He fucking pulled a Harley over. And then they pulled over a couple other bikes, and it was just small little bikes. And then while I was at that crossing, I saw a couple Beamers go by. Uh, but it, I guess I just got the vibe that they were not there to be pulling over big bikes or tourists or I don't, I don't know. But it was kind of funny. I thought it was, uh, you know, I tried to get them to take a photo. They weren't having it. But we ended up admiring each other's bikes for a minute, and, uh, and then I went on. And as I keep going, man, you know, it's almost a full moon at this point. So, I, you know, it's dark now. And the, it wasn't as crazy as riding through El Salvador at night. But, you know, it was, uh, there was a lot of traffic. It's a two-lane road. And 
I tried to finally honestly just chill, you know, and just ride behind a faster group of cars and stay with them instead of just passing them like I'd been doing to everybody else. And then all of a sudden I kept seeing like flashes of light and I'd look up like it was because it seemed like it was lightning, but I would see the fucking full moon in the sky and I'm like, well, it's got to be fireworks or something, you know, people are celebrating. And, uh, and then finally I get over like a hill and, and Costa Rica is like a fucking, a mountainous, well, not mountainous, but it's a fucking rainforest with mountain, with big hills or, <clears throat> I guess those are fucking mountains, a mountainous rainforest. And I get over one of these mountains and I see the biggest, gnarliest lightning strike ever. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to like secure my load here, make sure that everything that can't get wet is not going to get wet. So I pull over and I also pull up my weather app and bam, it says heavy rain, 88%. I'm like, well, this is what I get, you know? Like, I've been so good without running into rain. Like, this is, this is the time. So I kind of secure all my shit and I look at how far I got to go. I got like two and a half more hours and I'm going right where the fucking radar says it's fucking, you know, red. Perfect. So, dude, I get back on the road. All my shit's, you know, ready. I didn't put on any rain gear, but I secured everything. Because it was hot. I would have been enjoyed some rain. And, dude, it fucking the road starts getting so sick and twisty. Climbing up these mountains. And then, bam, it says, turn here. And the road turns to fucking dirt and sand. And now it's fucking gnarly. And I climb over this fucking dirt mountain pass. Under the fucking full moon, dude. And all I could see was just mountains in every direction. I was like, oh my God, I'm climbing the mountains to the fucking beach, dude. And it just kept getting the road. It was so sick. It'd be paved for a while. Then there'd be a dirt stretch. And uh, man, I just kept going and going. And it was like an hour of this. Going through the mountains of Costa Rica on this very primitive road. I'm like, dude, this is going to be such a good spot. Like, and there wasn't sign. I didn't see anybody driving down that road. So I'm like, my buddies have got a sick-ass spot without a bunch of people. And sure enough, dude, I finally pull up down here. Fucking Terry Stoke, dude. He's got his buddy Trace with him. The camping spot is so fucking sick, dude. There's palm trees. There's growler monkeys. There's fucking crabs everywhere. Horseshoe crabs, regular crabs. There's people out spear fishing. Oh, my gosh, dude. They were selling ceviche on the beach yesterday. So this is like where the locals are coming for the fucking Easter holiday party right here at the beach. And it's, I mean, it's fucking beautiful. I mean, it really is beautiful. And, uh, you know, I spent yesterday riding. And, uh, you know, Terry is the reason I decided to come to Costa Rica. It's because I needed some advice on a, on a business that I'm thinking about starting. And he's got experience in said business. And, uh... You know, I wanted his advice, and he had he had some advice. He had some really good advice. He had advice that I hadn't, did not think he was going to give me at all. And I'm still not even sure how to take it. Like, I'm still processing what he said and trying to figure out if that's really what I should be doing. Uh, because, I mean, the plan was to turn around and go back. And now, anyways, you know what he said? He's like, so this is, 
This is the new Harley-Davidson Pan America. And you're probably as far south on the Pan America Trail as anybody's ever come on that bike. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you should keep going all the way to the southern tip of fucking South America. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, that's just what you need to do because that's what you do, right? And I wasn't even sure how to take it because he's right. I mean, that's it's probably exactly what I should do. Uh, but I got a wife and a kids. I got some obligations, some commitments I made for later this year. So that's what I'm pondering now is what is the next move? Do I fucking pack my shit and roll back through the Central America gauntlet that I fucking barely made it through anyways? Or do I keep going and, you know, I guess there's a couple options here. I can, I want to see my wife and kids. You know, like I, I didn't even tell them I was going to do this until I was in Oaxaca. So they're already skeptical. Maybe I uh, could fly home next week. I got tickets to Joe Rogan on the 20th. That'd be cool to go to. Or I could like fly my wife down here and let her hang out at this beautiful fucking beach with me. Um, or maybe my wife and kids and break the news to them there, you know, like, hey, uh, I got to keep going, you know, uh, and then figure out how to, you know, I got to find that pirate in Panama that'll haul me to Colombia, which I don't really see that as being a problem or anything that can't be solved or decided upon arrival, uh, considering I left on this trip with the least amount of planning probably anybody in a long time has ever crossed Central America with. Uh, but I've gotten this far, so it's pretty fucking rad. I don't know. It's kind of where I'm at. You know, maybe I should just run the gauntlet back. I mean, I was planning on doing the BDR to Sturgis. That'd be rad. I mean, it was fucking rad last year. It'd be rad to do the Wyoming. It'd be rad to do a lot of riding in America. Uh, but if I take off on this, hell, I don't know. Is there going to be a better time to do this? Probably not. Hell, I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to smoke some more weed, think about it, drink coffee and pirate drinks eat some more of that octopus ceviche they're going to party here for a couple more days Saturday and Sunday and then Monday I'm going to try and get some fucking cool shots riding the Pan America up and down this beach with the drone and uh, give you guys a taste of what I'm experiencing here and uh, I don't know that's, uh, that's where I'm at big fucking decision coming up you know if I think if I can do it without losing my wife everything else will be okay so I don't know when I'm going to release this I'm not sure when I'll have service to do so but uh right now it's Saturday the 16th as I'm recording this and hopefully you'll get this in a couple of days 
I mean, hopefully my wife doesn't hear it before I tell her that I'm thinking about continuing on to fucking Tierra del Fuego. Goddamn. What a fucking wild, wild, wild ride I'm on. It's just fucking pretty wild situations you find yourself in. We'll talk soon.